Hey, podcast. Welcome to episode 16 of the Entrepot Newer Show. I'm Thurlow Weed, and thank you for tuning in and checking out the podcast. I hope that it brings you value. That's my main goal. My goal, remember, is not to sell you no books. It's not to sell you any courses or anything like that. I want to bring value to you so you can better your life, better your business, whatever it is. And while I relate a lot to the cannabis industry, I do relate some to the music industry. But guess what? A lot of what I'm talking about can be used all around. And especially today. Today I'm going to be talking about why social media is is the marketing outlet for the cannabis industry. It's not going to be advertising on these platforms. It's not going to be paying Google or paying Facebook or paying Instagram or anything like that because guess what? It's just not going to happen. Do alcohol companies, do tobacco companies get to advertise on those platforms? It's a highly regulated industry. So the chance of you being able to run Google ads for your dispensary anytime soon is just probably not going to happen. It's just a fact you've got to face. It's probably going to fall more in the area of tobacco than alcohol. I know some alcohol ads get away with stuff, but there's no tobacco ads on uh, on TV at all. So the chances of them continuing just to allow medical cannabis or cannabis and uh, commercials, they might, they might not. I know that there are some places that have allowed them, but are they going to allow them to be like beer commercials? I'm not understanding. So all of that right there, since it's all a gray area right now and is probably going to be for a long time, that's the biggest reason that tells you that social media is the platform for getting your brand out there, for building brand awareness and uh, building your brand identity. It is. So if you're sitting back saying, oh, well, Facebook won't let me advertise. Instagram won't let me advertise. Snapchat won't let me advertise. Why would I even be on those platforms? Because you need to be building your brand identity on those platforms. I'm going to jump into that more in this next uh, segment. So maybe you're at mad, angry, butthurt, frustrated, and quite possibly bitching and complaining that Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat won't allow you to spend your marketing dollars to go ahead and market your cannabis business. And some of you are even arguing, but my business is, I don't even sell cannabis. So what? Read their rules. It says cannabis-related businesses or related businesses. Okay? It's just not going to happen. Again, like I said, it's a a very regulated market, and it's going to continue to be. Now, I've touched on some of these points before, but I wanted to do a podcast that was specifically about this so you could really maybe get it in your head to understand this. Okay? I understand if you're running a business, uh, you have... Uh, a lot of stuff that you're doing throughout the day, okay? But what you need to do is you need to make sure firsthand that you've got a social media expert that's running your social media that knows what they're doing and they know what they're doing in the cannabis industry, 
okay? That's the thing is, is the wrong posts can get your account shadow banned. The wrong hashtags can get your account shadow banned. It can get your account deleted. There's a lot of things that can happen. And if you amass a large amount of followers, even if it's a couple of thousand dedicated followers, okay, people that are even coming into your shop and that are spreading the word and stuff like that uh, about your product, that you're building momentum and you don't want to lose that momentum uh, because you're shadow banned or lose that momentum because um, you, because your account got shut down, okay? So, and, and you can't just sit back and bitch because you, there's a right way to do it and a wrong way to do it. There are accounts that are up there that have been up there and that, uh, you know, are doing their thing for quite some time and then they get shut down and there's others that don't get messed with and you really need to, to like, A, pay attention to the ones that don't get messed with and see what they're doing and make sure that you're doing the same thing. B, if they're doing anything that might be risky, just understand that maybe their account just hasn't got shutting down yet. But there's ways to be able to do it and there's ways to not be able to do it. For one, if you sell product at all, any actual cannabis product, you cannot put your address or anything in your Instagram. It all just needs to be directed directly to your website. For one. For two, you need to have an account that is private. And I know that that sucks, but guess what? It's private. You got to set it as private so people that are 15, 16, 17 years old can't be scanning your stuff, especially if you're putting pictures of cannabis on it. Those are just some things that you cannot do, okay? So you got to make sure that your account is private. Now, there's some more things that I'm going to let you know what to do, but I'm going to jump to that in the next segment. Also, in coming up segments, I'm going to talk more about the shadow ban. I did a whole podcast uh, before with this, and I want to go ahead and reiterate on it. I've been getting a lot of feedback. I've been getting a lot of people who've been contacting me, uh, either via Twitter or uh, via Instagram, which are always more than welcome to DM me, Thurlow.weed, and that's for my Instagram, or Thurlowweed for my Twitter. Um, If you're interested in finding out how to test your account to see if it's shadow banned or anything, again, I'm not selling nothing. It's all free, and I'll be able to show you that. So, uh, you know, I do want to touch more on that. That's going to be jumping up in the next thing. So first off, make sure your account's private, okay? Second, uh, and, and you can get away with this every now and then. You can turn your account unprivate. I'm just talking once it starts to really get big, you definitely want to make sure that your account is private. But to kind of help it grow at first, uh, I mean, if you only got a couple hundred followers and they happen to shut your account down, then really you didn't lose anything. But if you got a couple hundred followers, chances are they're not going to shut your account down. And I'm going to explain why actually not having it private right away is a good way to boost your following. So having a social media manager that knows their stuff or you knowing your stuff so you can relay it to your social media manager is very important. Now, if you just absolutely don't like social media, I can understand that. But if you're able to, if you're able to, and you spend some time on Facebook or anything, then I'm telling you, you also need to spend time on Instagram and you need to spend time on Twitter because it's important that it gets out there. And if you think about this, Donald Trump, president of the United States, whether you like it or not, very active on Twitter. 
So imagine if the owner of a cannabis company that's really growing was just as active on Twitter and interacting with the people that are following them and giving them discounts or coupon codes or stuff like that. There's Give them a reason, but also make sure you put out valuable information. You want to be a source of information for the people that are following you, whether it's what you've got in stock, current news, whatever you want to get their attention. And the best way to get their attention is to have uh, content that grabs their attention, titles that grab their attention, pictures or videos that grab their attention, value in what you're saying or what the message is. That's what's going to get these people to follow you. And you want to do it on these other platforms because once they're following you on these different platforms, even if it's only a on one platform and you've got their attention, now it's easier for you to directly market your company to them. And what's great is they're following you because you're bringing value to them and they want that value. So now it's not like putting an ad on Instagram and a bunch of people seeing it and only some wanting, some messing with it and some not. You're actually getting more value by working it and putting time in on it and doing it yourself or having a social media manager that's running your social media that knows what they're doing. And chances are a social media team, because if you really want to do it right, it's going to take a lot more than just one person running it. You're going to want somebody who edits video. You're going to want some people who are shooting the video. You're going to, you know, there's a couple of different, you're going to want somebody that's making sure that things are getting posted on time with the right hashtags. You know, it's going to, it could take a crew of people, but what you have to look at is that is your like your marketing budget. So if you're paying a crew of people $10,000 a month, cut out $10 $10,000 worth a month of westward advertising. Or double down and do them both for a while and then once your social media is growing, cut out the westward advertising. You're only going to get out what you put in. If you're only putting out $2,000 worth of advertising a month or, or in it, worth that in effort, you're only going to get back whatever $2,000 worth of advertising is worth in the area that you put it. So think about this. If you're putting $2,000 directly to uh, marketing to your direct market, for instance, would you rather spend $2,000 on a Westward ad that reaches a ton of people, but a lot of them are not even in your direct market, or would you like to advertise inside a shop, a club that's 21 and up, that all the people in there actually buy your type of product just to be in that spot? So it's the same thing. Would you rather do paying just large amounts of money to Facebook and to Instagram and to Google to hit a bunch of people and some of them being your target market? Or would you rather build your own following through your voice, through your brand identity, and then push and market directly to them that are already following because they like your brand? If Colgate could have done this years ago, for instance, and they would have implemented it back in, if the internet was always around and they could have done it 50 years ago, they would be so huge now because you're directly marketing to your people and the companies that are taking advantage of this right now, whether it's in the cannabis industry or not, you can see it all day long in the music industry. The people that are dominating on social media and that figure social media out and figure out 
what their brand identity is and what their message is. Those are the people in businesses right now that are killing the game. And five, 10 years from now, they're going to be killing the game still and crushing it still. But it's only if they're innovative and it's only if they're staying up with it. If something starts beating out Snapchat or if something starts beating out Instagram and and starts getting more attention, more eyeballs than Instagram is, you need to be on that platform. You don't need to wait three or four years and be reluctant and say, Instagram's got all these followers now. And if I'm putting time into this where I have no followers, no, you need to put that time in when and crush it. You have to. So if you haven't got started now, get started. But you always have to be evolving as well. So you need to, again, make sure you've got a social media manager that knows their stuff. But you need to know your stuff too to ensure that what they're doing is right. Now that I think you really kind of understand the importance of social media and why it's so important to use all of these different platforms to get all of these eyeballs and to get all of this attention or at least to divert the attention that's on these platforms and divert some of it towards you and you're towards your brand or your company or whatever. Now, you might, now you're going to be sitting back saying, okay, cannabis account, you're talking about shadow ban and this and that. How do I know what to post, what not to post and, and you know, when to post and all of that stuff. Well, here's the thing. One, if you're not posting, you're just not getting anywhere. If you, you it, it, and it's all about consistency. If you can consistently do one post per day, then do one post per day. If you can consistently do five posts per day, then consistently do five posts per day. Now, here's what I'm going to tell you. It's better to do four to seven posts per day than it is to do two or three posts per day. It is. But on the flip side, those posts need to bring value, whether it's comedy, whether it's something about your brand, whatever it is, those posts need to bring value. The other thing is, is when to post. Well, to understand When it's best to post, you really need to look at your analytics. Now, that is where I get into talking to you about why it's kind of good to start off with your account not private. Okay, so when you're starting off with your account not private, you're able to have everybody see it. And you're able to build up your following because people are able to see it. But you can't really say no, you know, put in your bio, nobody under the age of 21, but it doesn't really guarantee it. The only time it's guaranteed is when your account is private and you you approve people by going back and looking at their account and making sure that they're not over uh, 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 under the age and then you can go ahead and accept them. And if they're not over age or if you don't think that they're over age, then you go ahead and you don't accept them and then they can't follow you. Well, if your account is not is public, then anybody can go ahead and just uh, follow you. Okay. You don't necessarily want that to happen, but you want to get your analytics while you're building your account. You want to know what your followers are doing about this, about the time that they're posting uh, or that they're on their phone. See, you really want to post when a majority of your followers are actually online because then you're able to start to get more interactions. The more interactions you get, the quicker you get them um, on your post, then the the 
better chance you have of more people seeing it. When you first post, not all of your followers are going to see it. It's going to be their reactions, their interactions, their likes, their comments, their shares, their saves that's going to allow it to start being shown to more of your followers as well as other people that are not your followers. Um, so you really want to make sure that uh, that you get that an idea of that. And there's a couple of ways to be able to do that. Um, if you have a business account, which is free, you switch your profile to a business account, you're able to get analytics and you're able to see stuff about your posts. This allows you to first off see what kind of content is being is being engaged the most by your audience. You want to know what type of content that is because you want to post more of that content. You'll be able to see that with the analytics side. You'll also be able to get an idea of when most of your followers are online. Now again, it's not necessarily close, you also are going to have to post at different times just to see what works best for you. Post at different times and then look back at the interactions. That's how you're going to judge if a time is good to post or not. Don't go 100% by what Instagram says on your times. You'll also be able to see where a majority of your followers are coming from and what their age is. What I did is I would push towards cannabis to hashtags Knowing that you are going to get some younger people, but you usually start off with people who are over 21 or 20, 24 and up, 25 and up. Okay, you start with a lot of people like that and you can see what your percentage is. When you start to see the 18 to 24 range catching up or surpassing the, the, the 25 to 35 range on your ages of people following you and your analytics, then you need to start looking at turning your account private because you're starting to get a majority of followers that are actually under the age of 21 or could possibly be under the age of 21 and you don't want that affecting uh, your account and getting it shut down. So before you take your account private, keep it public and wait until those followers are trying to offset it. As long as you have a majority of followers that are 25 and up, then there's no real, really no reason for your account to be private. Um, you're just attracting more people. The more interactions you get, the more people that are going to see it uh, right away without your account being private. So that's good. So, but that's you, you want to make sure what you're posting is correct as well. So you don't want to have any more than 5% of the posts on your wall direct cannabis products only five percent everything else has to be uh has to be everything else needs to be um like lifestyle related like maybe your employees or maybe some of the techniques that you use for something or or you know different things different apparel or whatever it is it needs to be something about the lifestyle or about your brand identity about your message that you want to to send across it needs to be about that and only five percent or less needs to be actual product as long as it's five percent or less you run less of a chance of having your account banned or shadow banned so remember that Make sure you're posting at the right times. Make sure uh, you're getting your analytics, but also make sure that you uh, make sure that you're not posting too much just weed content.